Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, January 2nd. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. It's been quite a while since Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov has talked to the media, here's what he had to say after Washington's thrilling college football playoff semifinal win over Texas, happy for the kids. They don't deserve all the nonsense going on around them. We were focused on rebuilding football. Took 2.5 years. I wish it would have happened quicker. If some of our schools would have been a little more patient, it would have paid off. Michigan football head coach Jim Harbaugh was asked whether the national championship game would be his last with the school and responded, my future consists of a happy flight back to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Asked whether he would try to have Harbaugh sign an extension on the flight home, Wolverine's AD Ward Manuel remarked, hey, brother, I'm working on it. Believe me. I've been working on it. Due to conference bylaws, Alabama and Texas will earn more from their college football playoff semifinal appearances than Washington and Michigan, respectively. Business of college sports as Christy Dosh explains, under the current SEC bylaws, Alabama will receive $2.05 million for its appearance in the semifinals and an additional $2.15 million if the team makes it to the college football playoff national championship. Alabama will also receive a travel allowance determined by the SEC executive committee. The Big 12 structures its award a little differently. The participating team receives the higher of two formulas, Formula A awards a participation subsidy of $2,532,395 and a travel subsidy of $450-slash-one-way mile. Formula B awards a participation subsidy of $2,138,467 and a travel subsidy of $900-slash-one-way mile. The Sugar Bowl is approximately 511 miles from the University of Texas campus, which makes Formula A the higher at $2,762,345. The Big 12 awards this for both the semifinal game and the national championship game, and I have confirmed Texas will still receive this despite their planned departure for the SEC. Neither the Big 10 nor Pac-12 offer awards to teams participating in the CFP before dividing the $6 million each conference receives. Chicago State AD Monique Carroll sits down with Baylor Deputy AD for External Affairs and Chief Revenue Officer Jovan Overshone at the 2023 Women Leaders Convention to discuss being an agent for change to advance the university's excellence in motion mission. Carroll explains what drew her to Chicago State, why connecting with people is her superpower and what she's learned about herself through leadership opportunities throughout her career. On the addition of football, Carroll notes that it's been explored for several years but now is the right time. And then looking at the university's strategic plan, we know about the enrollment cliff that is about to happen and how do we prepare ourselves in that space? We're an independent institution, we're the only one that's fully independent. We're not in a conference and so as we explore being a conference, what conferences do we want to be a part of? What are their offerings and looking at all those things really, really fast because it has been a year. USA Today's Steve Berkowitz updates bowl season bonus counts through last night's games. Washington football head coach Kalen DeBoer left New Orleans with a $450,000 bonus for the Huskies' Sugar Bowl win, bringing his season tally to $1.075 million. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh does not add to his $2 million in bonuses earned this season, nor does LSU leader Brian Kelly, who finishes the season with $500,000 in bonus cash. Oregon's Dan Lanning and Tennessee's Josh Heupel conclude the campaign with $450,000 and $150,000, respectively, in bonuses earned. Iowa head coach Kirk Ferentz finishes the year with $475,000 in bonuses and per his contract the assistant coach pool for next season will increase by at least 11%. Toledo head coach Jason Candle finished the year with $405,000 in bonuses and an automatic one-year extension. 
Bradley women's basketball head coach Kate Popovic-Goss returned from a 10-game suspension over the weekend and said, To be welcomed back with open arms was awesome, but I think I'm also proud of the players and my staff because we so easily could have shut down during that period, and I think we found a lot of juice toward the end of it. As a second-year head coach, this first year and a half has been really challenging. I have been hit with a tremendous amount of adversity personally, ruptured an Achilles, coached on a scooter. Obviously my suspension, but I think what I've learned is to just trust myself. Trust who I am. And you want to be able to coach a team that reflects your energy and reflects who you are. Creighton Volleyball head coach Kirsten Bernthal Booth took to X to share her frustration regarding tampering in the transfer portal, is this what we want our sport to be? Do we want to follow in the steps of some other high-profile sports that have this reputation? Is cheating the rules to win what we want to role model? Coaches, Booth noted, are aware they can't give any information on scholarships or NIL until a student-athlete officially enters the portal, yet we are seeing players telling other coaches they have made their decision minutes after entering the portal. This is also tampering. We have an amazing sport that is growing exponentially and continues to become higher profile. We are at a pivotal point in the direction our sport goes. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, January 2nd. We'll see you back here this afternoon.